and welcome to Appetite for Production, the only podcast... Shut up, Tim. Okay. We need to talk. Oh, God. Are we getting divorced? Something has happened. Okay, what is it? Please tell me. Tim, a man has been caught producing music in his truck. What? Uh, yes, I saw this on the internet, mate. Did they find a load of drugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, what I want to do is just read out the Music Radar story. Because it's uh, done with uh, Ben Rogerson's usual dad humour. Oh, sick, uh, sick. In the Seinfeldian, like, <laughs> let's, not, let's not hurt anybody sort of style. Okay. US man caught producing music on his door while driving his semi truck down the highway. <laughs> really good idea. I sound very American when I say semi truck, right? <laughs> we love making music on the move. What better way to see off a lengthy train journey than with some beat making? But one US trucker has taken things a bit far by setting up what appears to be a computer based studio in the cab of his big wheeler and using his door while driving. Mmm. Uh, this came to light after Trooper Chris Thorson, a public information officer for the Washington State Patrol, posted a photo of the rig on Twitter. The budding producer has been pulled over for speeding by one of his colleagues. So, yeah, take a look at the photo, man. Mm. Okay, let's dig deep into the photo. If you right-click it, open image. Uh, okay. And then you take the, the numbers and the hyphens away from the end of the URL. Well, really? You, you can expand it a little bit. <gasps> I didn't know that was a thing. This is great. Okay, so let's oh. do a let's do a pro studio rundown here. Oh now, god! Uh, oh my god! Is he using Bitwig or something? That's what I was thinking. I think it's Bitwig. <gasps> it's, wow! This is basically basically like MTV Cribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this dude's truck. So he's got a nicer mouse than I do by quite a lot. Oh, you reckon? I, yeah. I think I can beat him on mouse, but um, <laughs> he's got a nice looking backlit keyboard. Yeah, he's right. Got, he's got wires all over the place, some of which may or may not be patch cables. I don't know if he's into Eurorack, but uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it does look like Bitwig, although it's quite hard to see from the photo. But yeah, he's literally on the passenger seat of his massive truck. He's got a, uh, a door running, and he's he's looks like he had just selected a menu option from the top. Yeah, right. <laughs> when he was pulled over. I'm going on with the story, Tim. Okay, carry on. It transpires that the man in question had been making music while driving down the highway. Mm. A riskier move than reaching down to change the radio station. We think you'll agree. Mm. The tweet also includes a shot of a bag of white powder <laughs> and what right. appears to be drug paraphernalia, suggesting that the driver may have been road testing his bangers for their party starting <laughs> potential. Um, yeah. I mean, look, if you can't have a bit of cocaine <laughs> and drive a truck and uh, and make a tune at the same time. Yeah, while what, driving what are you, down the why highway. are you even bothering? Yeah, absolutely. It's health and safety gone mad, Tim. Do you know what? If this guy could legitimately make all right music and do those two other things at the same time, more power to him, mate. Because I find it very difficult to make half decent music when I'm focusing on just that alone. <laughs> well, maybe the road is the secret ingredient in all the the best songs of the, today's uh, generation. Yeah, right. Like two four six eight motorway, for example, <laughs> the uh, the club banger of its time. Yeah, I mean, there is a possibility he was just doing this while parked maybe though it doesn't like <laughs> everything with a load of drugs <laughs> yeah, well, i think maybe i'm being a bit generous um, <laughs> i think i think provided he was not like the thing is you, drugs drugs are fine Doors are fine. <laughs> Driving a semi is fine. You can't combine <laughs> any two of those at the same time. Well, maybe they weren't his drugs. Maybe he was wearing someone else's trousers. Well, who knows? Well, who knows? I feel like I feel like kindly disposed to this guy because he's really he's putting a lot of effort in. On the other hand, if um if I'd been obliterated by him speeding along the motorway on drugs, I think I'd feel pretty pretty bad about the situation. I, know. I, you know? I think we have to wait until he releases a couple of tunes on SoundCloud before we can really judge whether this man is a net good or a net bad in the world. Sure. I'm pretty impressed he's using Bitwig as well. <laughs> mate. That's, for me, that's the real revelation of this story. Yeah, man. yeah. Maybe a little copy of Computer Music Magazine on his uh, in his glove box or something. Well, yeah, because if he, if he is using Bitwig, he's not a lightweight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, true. Maybe he's doing some uh, multi-band compression, uh, really tweaking the settings on it. Sure, sure, sure. Wow. Well, that is a revelation, James. Thanks for bringing that to my attention again. 
Timmy, it's going to be an episode of extreme follow-up. Oh, God, that doesn't sound very healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we've got to do it. A lot of things have happened. We've uh, released a lot of episodes, and we've got a lot of uh, people shouting at us. Oh, God, really? Mostly in a good way. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, So, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about Universal Audio's Luna which was the door that's not a door, uh, released by Universal Audio. Yeah, it looked nice, I seem to remember. Yeah, it looked nice. So, first clarification here. Turns out Luna is Mac only. Because mm. they were saying it's only for Thunderbolt uh, users, and we thought maybe they would uh, change things around and release it to USB, but apparently Mac only. I thought you could get Thunderbolt cards for a Windows. Maybe you can, but even so... Even so, it's just Mac not only. okay. Mac only. Got it. Well, that's a bit of a slap in the face to Windows using uh, UAD people. Is it, it is. It is. I'm not quite sure why they would do that. I've got some weird theories of my own, but I'll never get to test those out. <laughs> well, do, we know all about your weird theories, mate. I do have literally a conspiracy theory about the Lunar Door, but let's... Um, Ooh, like. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's true, Tim. I have a theory about the lunar landing. Oh wow, wicked, nice, <laughs> very good. So one of the main arguments always going on about Luna so far is it a door or is it not a door? Well, it looked like a door, mate. If you go on the link, actually. Okay. Oh no, actually, search sound on sound Luna. So there's a massive uh, comment thread that I was reading yesterday, right at the top of the this uh, video. Someone says. This is a door. And as you'll see, there are plenty of replies <laughs> opening up a real can of worms here. Mm. <clears throat> People are pretty divided about this. Is it a door? Is it not a door? Okay, can I preface this discussion by saying that I've always thought that Digital Audio Workstation was a bit of a misnomer uh-huh. for your sequencing and audio editing software. Because I feel like a Digital Audio Workstation should be the hardware and software because that is a workstation yeah no one cares okay nobody yeah well yes and you know i've had this view for many years i stopped caring basically because no one agreed with me let's crack on so luna (laughs) can record audio uh from your apollo interface it can mess about with the apollo interface's settings get sort of preamp sounds baked into the recording it can do editing it can do uh, midi including via instruments it can um, mix things and you can load UAD plugins. You can't load third-party plugins. That's the only real deficiency, except for, of course, the fact that it's not workable on PC. Mm-hmm. Interesting thing, you know how Universal Audio basically try and do all their processing in their audio interface slash external hardware mm-hmm. with DSP chips in it? Mm-hmm. Their instruments are not going to do that. Oh. Their instruments run natively on the Mac. Well, I guess that kind of makes sense, seeing that computers are so <laughs> flipping powerful now. Basically, this is a door. It doesn't run plugins. It doesn't work on PC. Those are the only reasons that it wouldn't be a door, because it doesn't run plugins or something. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons, the main reasons, I think, that people are not calling it a door is because Universal Audio are not calling it a door. And I think they're not calling it a door because they don't want to anyone to think that they're competing with all the door developers right okay that makes sense you could make an argument that they're not competing with door developers but they sort of are Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say it's pretty much a door oh god this is yeah I mean by everything that we judge a door by it's a door so I don't you know I think it's I think it's purely for marketing purposes that they would say it was something else. Yeah, they call than... it a recording system. Well, fucking whatever, basically. Yeah. All this shit's the same. Because it talks so well to their interfaces, you don't have to worry about latency or anything like that. As soon as you record, it will be low latency. But it's all Thunderbolt, and I'm not going to go into my conspiracy theory here. Maybe that's for another day. <laughs> but for now, I'm saying door. Okay, I think we can decide it's a door. Let's spend no more time on this semantic <laughs> argument because this is, I feel this is very much an issue for Universal Audio's marketing departments mm. and them alone, probably. Okay, carrying on with the extreme follow up, we have a few new patrons to say thank you to. Hey, patrons. Tim, say a lovely big thank you to. Oh, thanks, guys. Disco Drew. Oh, okay. Cheers, Drew. Gareth, 
Gareth! Hey, Gareth, thanks for coming aboard, buddy. And Victor. Oh, Victor, well done. You finally decided to make the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, it's been a good uh, good time for the patrons, hasn't it, James? Yes, we got plenty of extra stuff on there. A couple of extra episodes, another episode-y-like thing, and seven videos now. Seven videos, so, wow. know, If you want to join on Patreon or uh, PayPal on our website, go ahead. Otherwise, we'll say no more about that. Mm-hmm. But thanks, everybody. We got really a bit, do appreciate it. We got a bit of feedback from uh, a certain Mr. Ruben Cornell. Oh, hey, Ruben. How's it going, buddy? Uh, he writes to us on Twitter saying, uh, A4P Boys, the composer for the Wonder Woman trailer is Sebastian Bohm and has nothing to do with Hans Zimmer, as far as I know. Oh, why did we think it was the Zimster then? And he thinks it's absolutely great. Oh, okay, okay, we, okay. Yeah, you brought it up saying that it's had some involvement with the Zimster. Maybe it wasn't the trailer, maybe it was the actual thing, but according to Ruben, has nothing to do with the Hans. I am very, very happy to bow to Ruben's superior knowledge. Yeah, I mean, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to scores and... Uh, films and stuff like that he sure does and i tell you what if it hadn't been uh, for me going to school with ruben back in the day i may well have never properly learned how to make any music <laughs> at all so i feel like i'm going to show ultimate deference at this point we got a facebook review from mr richard eggleston he says what do i recommend about this podcast <laughs> i recommend listening to it if you make music and are not a pretentious twat then you should thoroughly enjoy it <laughs> I thought we'd been mainly aiming this at pretentious twats, yeah. James. Yeah, I mean, we do put special turtlenecks on before <laughs> yeah, we yeah, record. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're itchy as well. Yeah, so, they're you know. very itchy, especially <laughs> in my pointy beard, which mm. I stroke while I condescend to people. Sure, sure. Uh, but yes, I'm glad you realised that we uh, don't take this shit seriously. Yeah, was that Richard, was it? Yes, it was. Big do you know up him? Richard, thanks for that, buddy. Do you know him? No. <laughs> I do know most of the people personally who listen to this podcast. Not Richard, though. So thanks, Richard. Uh, and you alerted me to an awesome comment on my Native Instruments video, right? Uh, yes, your Native Instruments video has been doing suspiciously well, James, which I'm unhappy about. Yeah, 8,000 views as oh, of this morning. Oh, what the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, uh, bullshit. Anyway, this heroic comment <laughs> comes from man god Cy Rollinson. It says, sounds awesome, but how many clams, James? Y- Yay, a clam buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my my heart was uh, warmed like a cockle. Yeah, I I was uh, I was very warmed by it as well. Yeah. So it's nice to see the clams infiltrating the mainstream. There. Yeah, we're we're on our way to uh, to becoming the lamestream media. Yeah, we the claimstream media. I can't wait to become lamestream and sell <laughs> out, mate. It's been a long, long time, so, so I'm ready for it. Thank you for the smiles, Rollinson San. <laughs> uh, we've also got a message on Patreon because one of the deals in the Clam Club is that you can uh, have us play one of your tracks as the outro music to the podcast Ooh. Mm. and mr dj thermal has uh, written in hello boys thanks for all the entertaining episodes have been listening through them from the start you're my favorite radio channel in the car oh nice which does not have sounds designed by richard divine sadly it's just a civic <laughs> i produce drum and bass and just put up a new track on my soundcloud then remembered that around the time i signed up as a patron you offer to review one patron's tune each time mm. anyway i hope you guys are up for a cheeky listen oh hell yeah and we certainly are at the end of this episode and he goes on to say oh and tim should come on to dogs on acid sometime i think you know Luthertron on there alex sample pack maker for five pin media and loop masters yes he's, he's the chap who put me onto your podcast anyway so he deserves a shout out in my opinion. Yes, and he's a uh, patient as well. So big up, Alex. Cheers. You're really helping us out, it sounds like. Yeah, when's, so, when's the last time you did your duty on Dogs on Acid, Tim? I have posted on Dogs on Acid approximately twice in my life. Ooh. It would have been about... 20 years ago almost did you get flamed and then had to leave forever no i do i do remember being quite rude to someone (laughs) and then not posting anymore after that i imagine if you want to see that you just type (laughs) tim.cant into the search bar and uh, you can probably see all his previous posts. Oh, there, do you know what? I was I was never really into dogs on acids because, like, the thing is, I was thinking I was always thinking, oh, I need to be making music and working very hard on that rather than looking at this 
stuff and everything. And I know how did that few, work out for you? Um, it's well, you know, it worked out <laughs> all right and everything. But the, the the funny thing is, I was rapidly overtaken by Noisier, and you can go and <laughs> you can go and now look. I believe still their first post on Dogs on Acid, where they ask. What is a Reese? Oh, <laughs> so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So a little bit of history there. So, you know. From uh, tiny acorns. Yes, from very tiny acorns. Gigantic planet-sized oaks have grown. <laughs> so well done to Dogs on Acid. Well done to Noisier. And well done uh, to DJ Thermal. Your track better be good, buddy. We're harsh critics. Yeah, we're going to play it as the outro music. And then we will uh, tell you exactly what the fuck we think of it. Oh, sick. Lovely. <laughs> Then we have a new thing from Native Instruments. Now, what? Native Instruments, they've released some varied things recently. You know, they've, they've got some instruments, they've got some big things, they've got some little things, they've got some expansions. This is the first thing in a while that's made me sit up and think, wow, this is something crazy I've never, ever, ever heard before. Okay. It is called Mysteria. Okay. Very like, mysterious, I assume. Yeah. So let's watch the video. And all the sounds you're going to hear in this video are made by people. They're made by people? Yes. Okay. Human well, people. All sounds are made by people, really. Well, music-related. Okay, they're so coming out of human noise. bodies, all right? Okay, oh, God, okay. Ooh. There is no instrument that emotionally touches a listener as directly as the human voice. Well, you can't argue with that. ...of our new scoring library called Mysteria. I'm Uli from Galaxy Instruments. Mysteria is all about adding deep vocal expression to your music. Sounds cool, yeah? Yeah. It's about intensive moods captured in unique performances of exceptional choir. There are basically two face masky things on the interface. Yeah. We're sort of mixing between them. So it's an XY pad. Yeah. But the, the talent is all in the recording. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, God. Dreamy to desperate. Dreamy to desperate, this describes my life. It sounds like a any other night for you. <laughs> oh, God. Sacral to nightmarish. Yeah, nightmarish. Bring them on. All those moods are performed by three different vocal ensembles. Look at these choirs making like these they sounds. Spunked an insane amount of money recording this. Yeah. Choir in a superb recording hall. Tutti with all 48 singers for that epic touch. Tutti. Mm, tutti. Oh, lovely ladies. This is the music that plays in my toilet. <laughs> 24 alti and soprano. <laughs> and 24 basses and tenors. Oh, it's the men, oh, James. Oh, yeah, bring the man in. Yeah, man time. Oh, look at that guy's big arms. Yeah. transparent picture, we added a chamber choir with 12 excellent singers. They should have had some shit singers in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the one of the selections is just like an idiot. It's making me feel very insecure about my own musical skills. Have all these experts? Oh God. We recorded all imaginable facets of choral and vocal music. A lot of them never being featured in a virtual instrument before. Not really? From different clusters to a large variety of textures. I love the facials from these yeah, things. Yeah, they're really going for it. A lot of emoting. To special vocal techniques. And <laughs> stamping. Oh. Really? To voice and body noises oh. from breathing to whispering oh. to stomping. There's the stamping. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very exciting. Performances. We used the same recordings with all their rich modulation as the basis for hybrid sounds, ranging from vocal Ooh. sounds... They've got a modular, James. Ah, cool. I didn't realise that. Yeah. To completely abstract ones. God. Yeah, yeah. I can make this noise very naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care about the, the weird ones. I want the, the raw vocals. Oh, okay, okay. Ranging from evolving vowels to mystical lyrics to whisper tones. Oh yeah, whisper to me, baby. Now there's some nice vocal pads, my man. Oh yeah, hell yeah. You, you know what I want to do with this shit? I want to side chain the fuck out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Oh yeah. 
It does sound very nice. Now, all sounds and presets of Mysteria are built for intensity control. And the X1 Oh my god, this goes off yeah, for 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, okay, okay. you don't have to go. Let's let's draw a uh, let's draw a veil over that there. How many clams are we looking at for that one, James? Uh, you're really testing me now. Uh, okay, let's see if we can find out using the internet. Oh my god. 269 Ooh. nice clamoroos, James. What do you think about that? I don't know. When when you're composing professionally, then oh, something yeah. like that would be worth it. But for anyone who just wants to mess around with it, that is prohibitively expensive, unless you happen to own complete. Your thoughts, Timmy, on the vocal talent of Mysteria? Looks pretty good, man. I mean, I guess a criticism of NI recently is that they haven't really created any, you know, since Massive X, they haven't really done anything new mm. in terms of actual new bits of software, as in new plugins. Nothing um, comprehensive. They've done a lot of, like, expansion packs and... Yeah, it's more themed, expansion packs. Like, they just did a lo-fi one as well, which, you know, fair enough, but... We have high standards. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is a contact-slash-contact player mm. uh, instrument, but it does seem very involved. This doesn't seem to be, you know, some lightweight thing or whatever. They, a lot of work does seem to have gone into it. Yeah, I like the fact that, basically, the work has already been done, mm. and you, as long as you can get a broad sort of tonal range out of it and no one's going to say, oh, yeah, he's using that uh, contact instrument, then I think it, it's great. Do you know what? I don't really care about that shit because I think 99.9% .9 of punters don't have a clue about this stuff and wouldn't care even if they did. Does that mean we are the 0.1%? Yeah, we are. Oh, We're, finally. We and everyone who's listening is very special. Well, we are on top, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can wander around with your head held high with a smug sense of uh, superiority, everybody. I'll say it again. I just want to sidechain this thing. I just want to be like, wah, wah. Wow. Do you know wow. what? For me, I think it needs to be treated with a lot of respect. Oh. These lovely women and men's voices need to be looked after and careful carefully in the mix. So I think <laughs> transparent <laughs> sidechain only. No, nah, nah, compress the shit out of it. Oh, God. Okay. Compress well, the we'll, shit out of it. We can fight about this later. Extreme follow-up continues. <laughs> Extreme! Tim, you sent me uh, an announcement by one Mr. Umet Ozkan mm -hmm. and about his Genesis Pro synth that we talked about recently. Yeah. <sighs> so we were trying to find for ages. I don't know how much of this I cut out of the original podcast. We were trying to find out whether it's 32-bit, 64-bit, or what, because the original was 32-bit synth It was 32-bit Windows only because it was synth edits, mate. And it turns out... <laughs> Yes. I mean, Oscan has, uh, <laughs> after turning all the heads with yeah, uh, yeah, with his one euro Genesis yeah, yeah. Pro follow up to a legend in what what year is this? Oh my god, it would have been about ten years ago, man. No, what year is it now? Oh, it's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Okay, question. <laughs> Who's the last person to release a serious thirty two bit plugin? In 2020, I have no idea. 2019, mate. any of those come out? No, no. 2018, no, 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 2017. No. Did, did you see many 32-bit <laughs> no, plugins come out? No, no. Uh, what no, about no. 2016? Were there any 32-bit uh, really only Windows think, plugins? I really uh, don't think there were, mate. So no. anyway, Amal Askan has written. Hi guys, to answer one of the most frequently asked questions, whether the Genesis Pro is 32 or 64-bit, for now it's. 32-bit and Windows only. Oh, man. I know, I would have seen it differently as well. The project <laughs> has become so huge and complex over time that it is not easy to port it to 64-bit Mac. Mm. Having that said, it's not impossible, and I'm checking all the possibilities. I started this project eight years ago with my passion for sound, synthesis, and with the ambition to share my creation, my knowledge, with I'm as many sure people as possible. more than eight years ago, really? Nonetheless, I still hope that the Genesis Pro can help you with your creative process. <sighs> oh, man. This, uh, well, you know, you can't be too mad at um, Ozcan. He's trying to do a nice thing for the people. Yeah, yeah, he is. And it's one euro. So anyone who's lost out has lost out. But he really... No, you can't even buy it yet. Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, can't you? Okay. No, it's not like it's a pre-order thing and he's taking all these one euros. Uh, okay. But he, well, that's he's good. got people's hopes up. 
And he didn't say it's 32-bit only, which you think. I mean, what's he using but, to produce music? We, I, well, is he this using like a, begs the question, Is he using it? a netbook from 2007 or something? Mate, it's that Atom processor that really makes them fly. Do you uh, know what I'm saying? Netbooks were cool. But, no, yeah. they, were, they were awful, by the way. Netbooks was a bad period. No, I liked it. No. I um, liked it. You're wrong. Eight hours of battery. <laughs> well, that's all right, I guess. And I, I said to you, shall I read my email that I said to you when you when you broached that news to me? Yeah, go for it. I said, it's like releasing a new sofa and it's actually full of snakes. And, <laughs> yeah. you, and you're like, guys, a number of you have asked whether the sofa is full of snakes. <laughs> and yes, it is full of snakes. <laughs> it was hard to take the snakes out. And so for the foreseeable future, this sofa is full of snakes. I mean, yes, that is almost perfect metaphor you've got there. I mean, this is hard because clearly, the thing is, he must have known because there was no mention. Or maybe he just didn't. Maybe he, he didn't think about it at all. And that's why there was no mention. Because he uses a netbook. Because he uses, he's on a netbook. He's running a 32-bit version of uh, Ableton 6 yeah. on a netbook. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, this is an unfortunate situation. You can imagine it would be prohibitively expensive to get someone to port it to Mac and 64 bits. Yeah, I guess so. And just not be a synthetic plugin anymore. Oh, uh, I mean, maybe. I I just oh, bad move. Well, yeah, hey, no one's been hurt. And he's been working on it for 8 years. You you might Well, think no, no, cuz at he's... some point he think, oh. I, he has not been working on it for consecutive 8 years. That is that much is definitely I true. I thought like he hadn't slept and he's just been up for 8 years working no, on Genesis he's been Pro. No, having his tremendously successful trancey music career. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's understandable that he would be a bit distracted. Yeah. I like I I want to say I don't think there was any uh any misleading in this and uh Well, it's... I think it was misleading but I don't think he did it intentionally. No, exactly. Nothing intentional here. And poor, poor man, or as you called him, the poor sweet fool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's a very successful man. He, um, he's, you know, he's coded his own synth as well. He clearly doesn't need too much of my sympathy. Basically. Genesis Pro is a labour of love nonetheless. And so, you know, if you want to get yourself a bit bridge, as long as you're not in, <laughs> on Catalina or something stupid like oh, that. Oh, no, it's not going to work on Mac at oh, all. Oh, no, mate. there you go. No problem then. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no thing. If you're if you're on 64-bit Windows, get yourself JBridge, is it? Oh, one of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can um, have a play with it for a single euro plus whatever JBridge costs. I'm becoming ambivalent about Behringer. What was your position before, remind before, me? Before, I simply didn't like the fact that they were cloning stuff because it seemed, you know, ridiculous. Mm. Even though they're cloning stuff really cheap. These days, ah, I don't know. I'm slightly giving them a bit more of the benefit of the doubt, considering how they, they're trying to make stuff cheap for people and more people to get into music. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason they're doing it, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but nevertheless, I, I still reckon that other companies should be innovating. And when they just issue a reissue of one of their old things then it's a bit sell-out-y. But that doesn't mean Behringer should just be copying everyone's stuff. Let me let me put it to you like this, buddy. If I was in charge of everything, and hopefully soon I will be, my dictates would be that Behringer have to just clone every sick old Roland uh, or whatever <laughs> thing. Or whatever. That's the only thing they're allowed to and do. That's the only thing they're allowed to do. And Roland and Korg have got to make some good new shit. You How could, about that? That would be nice. That's exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe there should be like a little mandate. Like if it's 30 years old, clone the fuck out of it. Hell yeah. So anyway. Preach yeah. it, brother. Uli Berenger, as in Mr. Berenger, mm. recently addressed some of the, uh, what, what they call haters. Oh, haters now. Is yeah. It? He did a post and they reposted that on Facebook. And that's what I'm going to read to you now. Okay. Okay. So... This is Uli Berenger talking about the people who hate Berenger. Okay. He's justifying himself, Tim. I think we should give him a chance. Let's let him speak, man. Because like I say, there is another side to all of this. What is the other side to all of this? Did well, you say they're, this? They're making cheap stuff for people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, which is... Like, what if, what if they were cloning an iMac? Mm. What if there was a $300 Behringer iMac, which was just as good as your iMac? You'd probably buy that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... The thing is... 
part of it is how ethical are these companies making producing everything i mean the thing is iPhones are made in factories with suicide nets outside them. So if somebody, if somebody, if a company could make a proper computer that wasn't made in slave conditions that was affordable, I'd buy that. But that's never going to fucking happen, mate. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not going to be good, fast, and cheap. No, no, this is the problem. Okay, anyway, okay. Here, Behringer's take on it. Mm. <clears throat> there is not one magazine, forum, or thread where we don't get criticised or even attacked. <laughs> We understand and respect that not everyone likes us or me, and that's perfectly fine. By the way, Behringer aren't covered by magazines because Behringer don't send their stuff to magazines <laughs> or have a proper press department. So okay. there is no magazine where they're like massively, what do you say, criticised or attacked because they don't even let you give, <laughs> give you the opportunity to criticise them or not. It's like, well, you don't send your stuff to people. So well, why would they send it out if they're just going to get criticised and attack me? It's I, a vicious circle. Yeah, I think they're in the wrong side of the vicious circle. Okay. They probably get got criticised for one shit thing ages ago, and it's just, I'm not sending any more stuff. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> this is a slight German accent there, mate. He goes on. <laughs> we also see constructive criticism, which we truly welcome, as it's a great opportunity for us to learn and improve. Mm. In our vision, we only focus on two obligations – to relentlessly deliver what our customers desire and to observe the law. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> we will always respect that people may have different opinions about what we should and shouldn't do. Mm. However, that's not an area we will ever engage in. No. Technology is free for everyone to use unless it's protected. That's exactly the reason why the law was designed in this particular way. So it encourages competition. All for the benefit of you, the customers, and for society to progress. Mm. Imagine there was only one guitar or car brand. Patents expire after 20 plus years and its intellectual property becomes available to everyone. We also understand that we're controversial as we're continuing to challenge everything and especially our competitors to deliver better quality at lower prices. They mm. are challenging the competitors, Tim. <laughs> yeah, they are. Recently, we experienced more and more companies to join us in our mission and we welcome everyone who believes in our vision. We're happy to collaborate with everyone and at times also acquire businesses where we see synergies. We're immensely grateful for all the support we have been receiving over the past 30 years, and hence our complete loyalty belongs to our customers. We call it customer obsession. That's why our team and I are here to listen and serve our customers. Uli. Okay. 375 comments. Oh my god, okay, <laughs> wow. Let's read them all. I, I want to read some of them, because I think the people should also uh, have a say. Yeah. Um, it's a marketplace of ideas. Yeah, there's a lot of people sort of commenting, saying, uh, why haven't you released this specific product oh, in my right, area, right. blah, yeah, blah, fantastic. blah. One guy says, I've tried several times to get the message directly to Uli, make it easier to talk to an actual human when calling for customer service. So when Uli says, we call it customer obsession, that's why our team and I are here to listen to the customers, I say he lies. Mm. Contact me, Uli. Prove me wrong. I think customer service and all that sort of stuff is generally terrible for every company now, James. What's yeah, your hot take on that? I think customer service in general is shit all around. And it's probably some kind of disparity of wages problem or something like that. I was thinking, like, is there anywhere where I'd say the customer service is good? No. And that didn't used to be the case. Do you know what I mean? No, I think your little indie developers can be very quick at getting back to people and responding mm. to them. But your big companies, they just... I, they're terrible, yeah. It's terrible, man. It makes me not want to buy products because it's like, well, if I can't get this to work or it gets delivered broken, um, how am I going to be able to sort it out? So I appreciate what this fella's saying on uh, this that there Facebook. Chap called Brad Putt says, it's all about perspective, I guess. Behringer is essentially taking the position of we are pro-customer because we take designs and concepts of competing companies and produce them cheaper. Mm. Other companies take the position of we are pro-customer because we conceptualize and create products that provide artists with a new way to better their craft so either you're a leader or a follower i see what's it what's his what's the point he's making uh i, mean, I think he's just i think he's being diplomatic and illuminating that there are two sides to the argument and bearing are the followers are they mm, yeah but okay, he's saying that that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, hey, look, if we're going to live in a, ca a capitalist hell world, we may as well have cheap 303s, am I right? Uh, yeah. Seth McEvlin, 
I think what a lot of haters don't seem to understand is that they are not offering a competing product that is currently being offered by a name brand, except in the case of Moog, Mini Moog and Modular reissues. Behringer are innovating in their technology under the hood, making this stuff sound good with cheaper SMT components. As someone who buys store brand products, I see nothing wrong with what Behringer are doing. If you want to pay Moog's daughter $10,000 for a modular, that's your business. I'll pay Uli $2,000 and be just as happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair point because... You know, that sort of references like a lot of these companies, you know, they had their golden age a long time ago. And uh, since they may be sort of, you know, just after the money. Well, it's always just about the money, mate. I mean, like the thing is, Bone just saw a gap in the market where Roland Korg, etc. and Moog weren't reissuing that old shit. And they were like, let's do it for cheap. Let's make a load of cash. Yeah. If, if the, capitalism works, baby. They basically, I mean, you could say they forced them to do that, but they haven't because they weren't before. So yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, now yeah. that they have realised that everyone loves their old stuff, they're like, oh, we'll put a reissue. Anyway, Alan Rosenblum, the problem is you becoming the Starbucks or the Amazon of music technology. The problem is you becoming a behemoth monopoly that destroys an industry historically made of small innovators. Mm. That is the problem. The monster you are becoming. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's a fair point. And, you know, so, yes, I mean, do we just want a future where all you can buy is a very, very cheap uh, TB303, James? No, I don't care about that. No. I mean, I... <laughs> I don't know. Innovation. I don't want to talk about innovation right now. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know. I, there's, <laughs> I don't know. I come at uh, innovation from the software world. And I don't know that much about what's going on in hardware. I know a bit, but I don't know loads. So I don't think I'd be able to say where the hardware guys are innovating much. I mean, it's a re- we're in a really different world to where we were in the, like, the 60s and 70s when mm. the shit was new and everything. Do you know what I mean? We need people who are pushing the envelope. Those are the people who really innovate. Yes. And uh, basically you, tautology, but carry on. Where do you push envelopes? The software domain. Um, but there's a lot of people in the software domain who are making shitty serum copies, right? Yeah, kind of. Okay, Here's the scenario for you. Behringer come out with a very cheap hardware version of Serum. Where'd you stand oh, there? That would be cool because <laughs> someone else should have done that ages ago. Yeah, but you can't... Frickin' Steve Duda can't do it on his own, mate. He's only one man. He can't, yeah. He's not a factory. I mean, people would buy that shit. They sure would, buddy. Uh, maybe... I assume he's not got any patents as such on it. So I wonder what their position is. They should do that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, let's not give them any ideas. They but should hey, do that. Very inter- if you're listening, hey, what about Serum in a Box for a few hundred squiddies? Why don't we have that? Mm. Interesting stuff. And um, there are two sides to the story. That's why I'm saying I'm now ambivalent. I don't think they're necessarily the most evil guys in the world. I can see their point. But we've all seen their Glassdoor reviews as a company as well. No, oh, have we? Are they? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, meh. Mate, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, but if you can get a 303 for under 30 quid, you might as well party with some acid sounds. You know what I'm saying? There is a website I found recently. Oh, okay. Someone told me about it, of course. <laughs> it is called These Lyrics Do Not Exist. These Lyrics Do Not Exist dot com. Mm-hmm. And you can generate lyrics with it. Sick. I see that you can use song topics. Yep. Human names and even generate songs with emoji. Yep. So uh, it says type song topic word and then press the generate my lyrics. Oh, are we going to generate some lyrics now? Yeah. So what sort of thing can we use for a song topic? Um, it suggests love, party, dance, happy, or human names such as Peter, Jennifer. It says Jennifer. Well, let's have clams. Clearly. Oh, clams. Okay. Okay. And the genre of the lyrics. What are they going to be? So we've got a choice of country, metal, rock, pop, rap, or EDM. I guess either country or rap would be the funniest. Let's have country. Country Country clams. clams. (laughs) Lyric mood. Oh, Very sad. Sad. Neutral. Happy. 
very happy. I sort of want it to be a combination of very happy and very sad. Well, this is the this is the thing. This is where the the interesting interface in music is is when it's you've got the the juxtaposition of happy and sad. This tool doesn't allow for any nuance. How about we just go for very happy because we want the clams to be very happy. I reckon we should go for because it's country that's closest we've got to blues and very sad. It'll okay. be like, we'll do one that's a uh, very sad country song, like McClam's Gone Left Me, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, okay, okay. And then we'll do like a, a happy EDM or pop or rap. Version. Okay, okay. Well, let's let's generate some... Click the button that says generate my lyrics. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, they don't know anything about clams. Okay, okay. What's... Okay, should we have a poop emoji, say? <laughs> no. Oh, God, it's already... Hang on. Uh, no, hold on, hold you on. You don't want poop emoji. Let's do a sad country song about sandwiches. I don't... If it doesn't have clams... How do you spell sandwiches? No, no, just... Not no, wait, no, no, wait. Jesus, Tim. Do very sad and It looks it wrong like that. Okay. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, food. Food, yeah. Gotta know stuff about food. Okay, here we go. Okay, you've got a, a very happy song, country, about food. <laughs> Sing it to me, Tim. Okay. I'm gonna it's gonna this is gonna be like a William Shatner style spoken okay. word one, because my I can't I can't improvise the song ground. Here we go. Verse one. I just woke up from a fantastic dream. Some more delicious food for my brain. Oh. I remember sitting underneath that Christmas tree looking for some food What's to share. What's with the Christmas stuff? <laughs> and I think about it every day. <laughs> Pre-chorus. Follow this dry tax that eats your food. <laughs> tax? It pays you back and then you eat. This is this... not happy. Tax. <laughs> Chorus. Where would we go when we run out of food? <laughs> Where would we go if there were no water? These are important <laughs> questions. And all the right junk foods in the world, can I get any more? Yes. Really make any sense grammatically. Verse two. I have no problem making sweet treats. I let my chocolate do the talking. That's a fucking <laughs> sick lyric. You are my sweet food and I eat the whole. The whole? <laughs> hey, you're only cool if you eat the whole. The soft wind <laughs> that braids the waves. Ooh, the soft God wind is very, that braids the waves. Goes from real weird to uh, poetic. Pre-chorus. Got that love for America. Got love for America. Because <laughs> we know where our food come from. <laughs> America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chorus. Where would we go when we run out of food? Where would we go if there's no water? And all the right junk food in the world, I, I get anymore. Bridge. Because I, I smell her in the air that I breathe right now. I taste her in my food. Food. <laughs> chorus. Final chorus. Same again. Where'd uh, we go when we run out of food? Where'd we go if there were no water? And all the right junk food in the world. Can I get no more? Amazing. Amazing. Oh, that is really fantastic. I'm going to download that because that is fan ruddy tastic. Okay, I'm going to do a very sad rap song about money. Okay, you're going to read it out. Generate my lyrics. Oh, I'm excited. Whenever you got no money... <laughs> Then you got no money. <laughs> <laughs> this does actually sound like a contemporary rap song. Carry on. Then you got no money. Mm. Then you got no money. Uh, okay, okay. Says it three times. All right, there, Afro man. I get the idea. Yeah. Pre-chorus. Wish I was a model. Because <laughs> all I make is cash. <laughs> was the worst mistake that I ever made in this money. <laughs> <laughs> Chorus, this is um, interesting. We want more money, more money, more money. I got money, where the money at? I, <laughs> I got money, where the money at? I got money, <laughs> I got money, where the money at? Mm -hmm. Intellectual. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> carry two. on, carry on. Verse two, I spend my money on mystery. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I spend my money everywhere. <laughs> on mystery, on mystery. Oh, I spent my money. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't get it. What she wants is money. And what she needs is... That's the end of the... <laughs> oh, what? That's it? We want more money. More money, more money. <laughs> I got what? money. Where my money at? <laughs> I got money. Where the money at? <laughs> I got money, I got money, where the money at? <laughs> this is fucking amazing. I just want my money in this bitch. <laughs> yes, mate! 
banging. Put it up. <laughs> what? Put it up on the spoon, spoon. <laughs> <laughs> we want more money, more money, more money. I got money. Where my money at? Yeah, right. I got money. Where my money at? I got money. I got money. Where my money at? <laughs> Jesus. And that's it, is it? That's it. Oh man, I wanted more. Those do legitimately sound like mumble rap lyrics. You, I think you could very easily write a song with this, and you could just change some of the more meaningless non sequiturs or whatever. I just the the best part is I just want my money in this bitch. Yeah, man. Put it up on the spoon, spoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. People like weird lyrics and everything, and if something doesn't quite make sense, it kind of makes it a bit of a hook. I feel. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I want to get see, your money up on that spoon, spoon. I want to see if I can make a neutral metal song. With the song topic Lucky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the guys, like the guys, like the guys should. Honey, be lucky. How lucky would I be? <laughs> Returning from my coffin, I reach up to <laughs> the air. Metal. Stars shine to feel. Oh. Lucky to have known you for so long. Lucky to have held you in my arms. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God. As I weigh my lucky number, oh. someone will look for me. Whoa, I hear laughter and I feel lucky. Oh, I am lucky. Oh, was I chosen. <laughs> I am turning in a brand new circle that any man would be lucky to find. Lucky to have known you for so long. Lucky to have hold you in my arms. <laughs> Jesus, if yeah, you wow. feel like you want to cry, happy-go-lucky tears. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, these aren't bad, you know. They, I mean, they're bad, but they're like... No, I think they're pretty good, actually, mates. I think they are... Mm. Seriously, one day pop music will be made by artificial intelligence, I feel. This uh, seems like where we're heading. Yeah, maybe it already has been for many years. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I think I think it was still in the human era. What are the weirdest topics we can get this to sing about? Oh, yeah. You, you can make a sad rock song about condoms. Brilliant. Dancing this... people out of control. They won't stop calling at the man with the condom. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing has to be a condom. <laughs> Do you, are you, dancing on the head of my condom in the sand? <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> Should I go to sleep? Can I button up my clothes? Your condom looks like my birthday party. <laughs> oh my god. Swimming the flow had no river to my condom. <laughs> Verse 2, cut off my condom and I Ooh. stuck it back on. <laughs> oh, mate, that does not sound nice. And almost pulled it through. Ooh, Seeds God. you sow with your condom, that's deep. Okay. <laughs> then disguise the truth with a disguised shame. I can hear her pierced belly. I want to fuck her, but the condom. Oh, what about the condom? I don't know. So you say that you hate your condom. <laughs> My attraction to foreign women is permanent. <laughs> Hell yeah, buddy. And, and I hate that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, that's pretty weird. Yeah, that's really weird. My attraction to foreign women is permanent and I hate that. Yeah, man. This guy's got some deep-seated issues he needs to be examining. I mean... This really does seem like it could be of assistance to songwriters. Do you know what I say? For just sparking inspiration. I guess so. Yeah, just like, hey, let's come up with something quickly. Gaboom. Mm. I mean, the thing is, like the first sign of this food one is, I just woke up from a fantastic dream. You that, that you could start your own song from that, you know, like change it about a bit or whatever. And that's instantly an idea right there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, there's some pretty weird ideas as well. Well, yeah, but, you know, with our luxurious human brains, we can easily spot what doesn't fit. Do you mm, know what I mean? I mean, can I button up my clothes? Yeah. Your I condom I looks like my birthday party. I wouldn't cut your condom off and then put it back on and then what was it there was a line after that what was the line after that have you still got it up come on tim have you got no musical respect cut off my condom and i stuck it back on and almost pulled it through yeah, that sounds like he's pulling it through his urethra somehow <laughs> it's like it's pretty bad those man. are truly some dodgy sounding lyrics so yeah Mate, this is a fantastic discovery. These lyrics do not exist.com, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Did I tell you about that one I found a while ago where you could start writing just a paragraph and it would come up with the Yeah, yeah, we did paragraph. that. We did we it. We did that. This is even better, mate. This is musically inclined. Mm-hmm. 
Tim, what has happened? What has happened? Well, the impossible. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was like, Waves are never going to do a subscription service. But do you know what's happened, James? Hans Zimmer's doing the new Waves soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Waves are doing a subscription oh, service. Oh, shit. Okay. I saw that this was happening, but I didn't investigate it at all. Okay. I gave it to you to look at. So Yeah, so uh, this is going to be a rollicking ride. Of course, Tim. Tell me there's a platinum plan, which is 29 clams a month. Um, I, well, do you know what, mate? You're really not that far off. Oh. There are three tiers, mate. Oh. Like I have tier tattoos. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. Eye. From when you're in uh, HMP prison. Bristol. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So there's silver, gold and platinum. Mm-hmm. Silver... You're looking at six ninety nine a month. Does that basically just get you what's in their silver bundle? It gets you sixteen plugins, mate. Uh, ooh, that's not good. So yeah, I know it's a little bit underwhelming. The gold bundle gives uh-huh. you forty two plugins. Okay, that's a bit healthier. That's a bit healthier. How much is that? That's ten US clams a month. But and also, you get a discount for doing these by year. You can do seventy clams a year uh, for the silver bundle. You pay ten months, like council tax. Yeah, exactly. Now um, I assume that that the next tier up oh is going to be. I need to look up my council tax shit. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> fuck. Hang on. Okay, brief, brief. Yeah, oh, man. sojourn while Tim. Uh, Okay, I need to... Because, like, the thing is, they sent me a letter last year saying that I hadn't paid it or whatever. And I was like, what? I Didn't I set up a direct debit? What is going on? So, oh. yeah, so anyway. Jeez, Tim, you need to get a grip on yourself. Anyway. I know, man, there's just so much content to make. Okay, so Waves, anyway. Listen, 100... Waves do so many plugins that you'd imagine the next tier up is, like, a little bit more money and you get, like, a billion plugins, right? No, you get 57 plugins. 57 for how much? 20, 20 clams a month. Uh, but also... Uh, 20 clamours. You sign up to the gold or platinum plans, you can have the option of uh-huh. becoming a custom five-pack subscriber. Oh, fuck. Another eight euros a month, and you get to choose five more plugins. Uh, couldn't they have called it the six-pack subscriber? Oh, and then you'll buff. Yeah, make everyone feel like they're fucking super ripped with plugins. I mean, the thing is, we haven't looked into the nitty-gritty of which plugins come <laughs> under which plan or whatever. But considering... You can get the majority of Wave plugins for $30. Buyouts, no frills. I don't know if this feels like an amazing deal. I mean, if I guess, I guess if you really don't mind subscriptions, it does work out cheaper. Yeah, but if I, you hate subscriptions like a rational human being, I'm disappointed that the uh, the max you can pay is 28 clams a month. You think they'd have like a 500 quid? Well, a no, month you one. think they'd they'd boost it to 29 just just to joke. Oh it yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, they do love the number 29. Uh, it's the thing is, I don't think. I don't think you can survive doing a bunch of sales and subscriptions. Surely it's got to be one or the other. I don't know, man. I think they're trying to maximise that profit. Ugh, I you mean, know what I'm saying? Hey, that's business, baby. Look, if Waves, good. If Waves are offering me 42 for 10 clams a month or 57 for 20 clams a month... I'm just going to go with Stephen Slate. Well, yes. I mean, this, <laughs> like, I was thinking that was probably my response to this. I'll be everyone's response to it on the on the forums and on the Facebooks. Yeah, what's what's Slate like? Is he like 15 oh, he gives a month? 15 billion plugins for 15 yeah, you get, a month. Yeah, you get some real good stuff with that Slate. I mean, Wave stuff obviously is good too. But you, but know, you just get all of it. It's like, don't worry about your tiers and I've got this plugin, but I haven't got this plugin and they do other plugins and I have to choose five plugins. Yeah. Hey, it's worth saying Slate is 25 quid a month if you don't pay annually. What if you... You pay 150 a year annually and there's a special nine... Uh, 99 monthly plan that's at the moment that's 14.99 anyway look we're doing his marketing for him people need to pay us to how many plugins i don't know loads there's loads of really good things it's got the virtual mix rack in there and everything five grand worth of plugins he's saying okay five grand worth and at 29 dollars a plugin (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's not quite the same Yeah, yeah, yeah Mm-hmm. Um, you tempted at all to um... <laughs> no mate <laughs> <laughs> fuck subscriptions buddy I, I reckon if you're waves and you're going into subscriptions you can't just say you get 42 plugins on this one you get 57 plugins at this one it's got to be all the waves plugins how much, how much would they charge for that 
No, I I don't think fifty would be paid by anyone. I think what if they, they okay, well the same amount as Slate, twenty five a month. I think they can beat Slate a bit and go to twenty or twenty five. So you're and saying twenty all plugins is the deal you want? Twenty five seems reasonable to me too. Okay, for all their Low plugins, 20s, because people know Waves as that company who made all their plugins. Yeah, and so if their subscription is some of the, all of the plugins. You're a bit fucked. And the thing, yes, the thing is, their bundles go on sale really regularly as well. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like maybe they're going to stop doing sales on the bundles, but it's like, if you can buy a bundle in oh, sale, you'd be crazy to do this. They can't resist. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their fingers on that button. Isn't it such a weird time? You, do, you rem- do you even remember the days before Waves would ever do a sale on anything? No, I think I was still in short trousers. Oh, man. Well... On the plus side, at least uh, more people are using Waves legit now, mate. I yeah. think it's very fair to say. That is fair to say. Well, good luck to him. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get any feedback on what happens with it. Uh, okay, so yeah, don't, don't don't bother coming back for more on this story. Yeah, no more. <laughs> That's it. Go away. Okay, we're done. Okay, everybody, that is all we're going to do for this episode. And we have a lovely little thing now. We have one of our patrons, uh, Thermal3ML, has sent us his latest track. And because he is a patron on Patreon, he gets to have it played as the outro music for the episode. And uh, he also gets the option of having me and Tim give him a bit of feedback to get another brain or two on the track. So we're going to leave you with this track. It is called Recall by Thermal. And I will put all the links to all the places in the podcast info.
Okay, Timmy. What do you like about the recall? Um, yeah, I like... Uh, you see some breakbeats in there, which I'm very, very happy about and everything. And, uh, yeah, the sort of uh, piano-y riff is very infectious and uh, it's kind of euphoric and uplifting. And those are, those are vibes that I'm broadly down with. Um, <laughs> broadly it, down with. It was uh, seven minutes, six seconds long. Now, let me tell you, James... I like a nice long drum and bass tracks. There were some ba- drum and bass tracks back in the day that are 10 or 11 minutes long. I can love them. Um, these days, tunes are generally a bit shorter. Um, if I was made, if I was doing a DB tune in this style, I would probably have it like four minutes, possibly. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't really do drum and bass in this style. So I can't really, you know, I don't want to be all bossy and you stuff like you that. You don't this know guy, the you know, uh, latest trends. I don't know that. I don't know the latest trends, basically. So, uh, so yeah, recall. Um, yeah, good work, buddy. Crack on, mate. I, I can't really analyse the, uh, the musicology of drum and bass. I'm not the biggest drum and bass kind of guy. Uh, well, you should be looking at it musically in general. It was really well mixed. It was really well made. Uh, the arrangement was good. I think to me, and this is just me, I think the uh, piano keysy. What did you call it? The piano-y bit. It's a bit of a piano-y bit, yeah. I think I would like that to change at some point, or at least have a variation on that at some point. Um, but then again, well, what you could do is with music you want to play out. You want it to stick in people's heads, and that is going to be with me for a good uh, good couple of hours, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally. It's nice and driving and everything. I mean, say hypothetically, you want to do a bit of variation, you could just like... And this isn't advice for recall specifically. This is just a general tip, people. Uh-huh. And like, and that works as well is if you're using a sample. Now, I don't know whether he played it himself on a virtual instrument or it's like a sampled loop or something like that but if you do have a chunk of music like a loop you want to get a bit more value out of it what you could do for example is just play the first few beats of it loop them around maybe filter them out or in again do uh-huh. some like delay feedback yeah. stuff do you know what i mean there and was that, you know, there was it- there was a time where it got uh, fairly filtered and it's good i think he's aware like oh, okay that's good that that's it, good. It's, it's like this piano thingy synth thingy's been going on for a while mm-hmm. um for me, yeah, I'd like I'd like it to literally to do something different with the notes at some point and then slam back into it. No, here's what you do: you make the tune shorter, then you don't have to write a new bit. Uh, true. So that you see much more efficient there, basically. But uh, mixing very on point, arrangement pretty much on point. Uh, I can't really tell you about drum and bass arrangement exactly. But uh, we like it. Yeah, good work, buddy. Check it out, people, on SoundCloud and other places. Links in the description. Yeah, um, great work, Recall. It's nice to know that the people who are listening are making good music. So please feel free to send us some more tunes to listen to and uh, keep up with the DMB Productions because we always need more hot, new, sexy drum and bass in the world, don't we, James? I know you're very passionate about that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm always asking for more. Okay, well, that's all for this time, guys. We'll see you later right James bye bye